This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, June 27, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. In the last of its rulings for this term, the Supreme Court has struck down the so-called Millionaire's Amendment, an especially punitive part of the McCain-Feingold campaign finance law. John Samples, director of the Cato Institute's Center for Representative Government, comments on yesterday's ruling. The Supreme Court uh, confronted another part of our favorite law, uh, the McCain-Feingold campaign finance law, a particularly bad part of it, called the Millionaire's Amendment, which uh, had the effect of uh, essentially changing the rules of the game if uh, some candidate faced a self-funding person, that is usually a wealthy person, but not exclusively so, that uh, was funding their own campaign. in that case, McCain-Feingold said, well, the contribution limits that apply to everyone don't apply to the opponent of uh, the uh, self-funding candidate. And the Supreme Court said, well, you know, that's a burden on First Amendment rights of the self-funding candidate in, in an electoral context that really just penalizes people for exercising their First Amendment rights. So goodbye, Millionaire's Amendment. So in this context, injuring the First Amendment rights of the self-funding campaign, that means by triggering the uh, extra fundraising and spending that Mm -hmm. their opponent can then do. The fact Mm -hmm. that that is you exercising your First Amendment right actually triggers the ability of your opponent to raise and spend a great deal more money. Right. That's the penalizing part. I mean, in in the opinion itself, there's the the notion really that – in an electoral context, your two people or more are, are vying for one office. And if you uh, do something because someone chooses what is perfectly legal right to self-fund their campaign, uh, you put conditions on it that essentially uh, make it easier for their opponent, the self-funder's opponent, to raise money, to spend money, therefore. You're essentially penalizing or raising the cost or putting a higher price on the self-funding and their exercise of First Amendment rights. Now, we should have to, you know, this is kind of an abstract kind of uh, discussion in a way, and and that's where constitutional law uh, belongs. But really, I think the court did sense that what was behind uh, this entire part of the law was a particularly bad uh, use of congressional power, and that's saying something in the campaign finance area. This uh, Millionaire's Amendment really came out of a uh, concern by members of Congress that they would be facing self-funding candidates. There's been, in the last 20 years or so, a tendency for, a rising tendency really, for uh, wealthy individuals or others to fund their own campaigns. Um, And uh, that is something, you know, usually incumbent members face challenges that are poorly funded. But if you're a self-funder, you can find somebody that raises several hundred thousand dollars really quickly from their own resources. And that can be a seriously competitive candidate. Now, I should say, you know, members of Congress are really fearful about these things, but the money itself doesn't always or even mostly translate into victories. But clearly, this was an attempt to try to make it harder. The Millionaire's Amendment was an attempt to make it harder for self-funders to uh, bring off an uh, an election race against an incumbent. And I think that's sort of lurking in the background here. The members of the Supreme Court uh, are lawyers and devoted to the law, but they're not complete fools about politics. 
an interesting side note here. You and I are both from Kentucky, Mm -hmm. and this fall there is a race in Kentucky between U.S. Senator Mitch McConnell and Bruce Lunsford. Mitch McConnell, of course, was the big opponent of Mm McCain-Feingold, and he finds himself this fall facing a self-funder. Many times, and I think uh, certainly the members of Congress were aware of this, many times on the one side of uh, the race is going to be an, uh, an incumbent running against a self-funding challenger. There's a f- very small number of cases where incumbents self-fund it. Usually uh, their initial race, when they're a challenger or in an open seat, they'll fund it. So the McConnell case is actually a pretty common one and certainly the one m- members are most concerned about. Uh, so now what I think we can say that uh, Senator McConnell's go- going to get his way in the sense that part of uh, McCain-Feingold was struck down, uh, and uh, it probably won't have any great effect on his uh, his race in the end. Where does campaign finance law adjudication move from here? Well, I mean, I was thinking about this today because uh, some of the people who favor more uh, campaign finance regulation, the so-called reform community, are very down in spirit today. And you see some of that on the internet. And I was thinking, boy, you know, this is, you guys know how we felt in uh, December of 2003 when McCain-Feingold was completely upheld. And it looked like in that uh, 2002-2003 period that we were headed toward a congressional and uh, judicial period where campaign finance regulation was going to be pretty widespread and pretty expansive and ju- and upheld by the courts. In the last five years, that, that world has changed a lot. And I think what we're looking at now and what you see on the Internet among the advocates for restrictions is they think we're moving toward a world of greater deregulation, uh, loosening of limits and uh, a lot of changes toward a more liberalized campaign finance regime. And I think they're probably right. There's uh, pretty clearly five members of the uh, Supreme Court who are willing to stand up to Congress uh, and to stand up to Congress on things like uh, the Millionaire's Amendment where their fundamental interests seem to be at stake. And that that takes something. That takes some bit of courage from the court. But They're ready to do it. John Samples is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Representative Government and author of the book, The Fallacy of Campaign Finance Reform. You can buy your copy at Cato.org.